Hi everyone, welcome to the very first episode of A Whole New World. I know, so original of me to name my podcast after a Disney song, but I'll get into the details of why I decided to go with that name a little bit later. But before I do that, let me just quickly introduce myself for those who do not know. So I'm Samridi and I go by Sam since I'm in the US and it's a lot more easier to introduce myself and I just call myself Sam and I don't have to explain my name. So yes, I'm Samridi. I moved from Nepal, which is a small South Asian country. Um, It's right between India and China, for those who do not know. And I moved here in the year 2018, which was almost five years ago. Wow. I mean, when I say it out like that, it's really, really shocking to me. And I'm like, where did all that time go? Right? It's 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 really hard to believe that five years just went by in a poof almost. So yeah, I'm in the US. I originally moved here to get my graduate degree in marketing and I decided to stay on. Um, right now, I'm not a student anymore. I work full-time in communications um, at a national laboratory. So that has been quite exciting. And I'll get into that more as we go on. But yeah, that's what I do now. I'm no longer a student. I've done, I'm done with my student life and here I am right now. So that was like a very short intro of who I am and what I'm doing and all that stuff. And we'll get more into my life and my journey and all of that in the later episodes of this podcast, but this is the first episode. So I just wanted to quickly run down and give a brief rundown of what this podcast will look like and what I'm I'm trying to do here. Why did I come up with this idea of having a podcast and all of that? So I have been living in the US for, as I already said, almost five years, which is scary. And so over the time, I think uh, as an as an expat, I've come across so many situations and um, experiences that have, you know, been a great learning experience, which is sometimes, you know, can be challenging and equally exciting and um, just overall, you know, a great learning experience and a great transformative experience to be more precise. And I think... There are so many things that you do not know when you you move to a country, you know, and you suddenly, when you are in this new country, you are in this new world, you have to face so many things that you did not know about, like little things, you know, like you don't cover those things before you come here. And I think just having that um, knowledge of, you know, how other people go through similar situation can be so much helpful as as an expat living um, abroad. So anyways, I've always loved uh, any stories regarding people moving around the world. And, you know, I love to hear people's experiences about things like that. So I, I have been into podcasts a lot lately. And I don't know why, for some reason, I'm more driven towards podcasts than other any other source of um, entertainment. I, I don't really look, watch a lot of um, Netflix. I, I really, I, I don't know. I've, so for some reason, 
podcast, I feel to just become like this new thing for me. And I'm really getting into it most, most recently. So why did I come up with the idea of having this podcast? So we'll get into that. And there's actually a little bit of story. So I work in communications. As I said, I studied marketing, which is very different. Um, they have some similarities, marketing and communications, but I mean, there are still so many things that my degree did not cover. And the work that I'm doing is is not necessarily the same thing. It's a little bit different. I don't use a whole lot of what I studied in grad school, um, obviously, but you know, um, but it's it's overall it's like a new arena for me because I've not been like a core communications employee ever. I love my job. I it's it's a great learning experience, but you know I also have to go through all these little things in everyday working life that I think goes by unnoticed and not not a lot of people discuss about it because. There are not a lot of expats that I've personally seen that are in communications. And I know this is not true. I'm not saying that I'm the only one person working in communications. That's definitely not the case. But what I'm saying is that I find it hard to resonate with any other person that I know, at least, that are also in communications, don't have English as their first language, and just the everyday struggles. And I'm sure like, it's not just about being in communications it's also the the deal with so many other um expat employees you know from around the world that do not speak i guess like not do not speak but i guess whose first language is not the the language that's spoken in that country so and especially for um you know coming from a country that where english is slowly becoming a little bit more i guess it's 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 become more popular in schools and you know like you generation, I think they are more inclined towards having English. It's, it's, we have been taught in English our whole life, but it wasn't as practically used in a day-to-day basis that we become fluent in it. You know, our first language is definitely not the same. So my first language in Nepali and English is my second language. And so I'm not necessarily the best at it, obviously. And there are definitely cer- certain things that we do not have uh, the knowledge about and the way that we are taught. And it's so f- even funny because uh, for a long time in Nepal, like British English was prioritized. And it was also, I think, I don't know, I could be wrong, but because we were a monarch for a really long time. And um, so up until then, like British culture was heavily, um, it was a good, it was really like, it, it has really influenced um, our, our country for a long time because of the monarch and, kings and queens in that situation, right? So I think I remember like at one point, I remember this teacher, English teacher that we had walked up to our classroom and I think it was after our monarchy ended and then uh, we became a democratic country. Um, one time a teacher just walked up to the classroom and he said, like, you know what? Um, British English is uh, no longer the English that we'll be using. American English is what will be prioritized. So we'll be using that and to me at that point I was like um I don't really know what that is supposed to mean because I mean English is English I didn't necessarily understand the difference between English and British English and but there were like little things like sometimes even now I'm not even joking when I say this but I have so many times when I'm spelling color as 
C-O-L-O-U-R and not as C-O-L-O-R. Like, do you guys know what I'm talking about? It's like it's like a thing. So color is spelled C-O-L-O-U-R in British English, I think, and uh, and C-O-L-O-R is an American English thing. So for a long time, for the longest amount of time, I spelled color as C-O-L-O-U-R. And there are so many times when I go through that situation when I'm doing that as well, like even r- right now, you know, and then I'm like, oh, no, this is not how I'm supposed to spell it. <laughs> so little things like that. And I don't know. I mean, I think there are so many things that I find that now that I'm working in working situation, like writing emails or having meetings with your managers or team leaders and all that stuff, when you're like going through the everyday communication, I feel like, oh, yeah, I mean, I wish I knew this better or I wish I was good at it or, you know, things like that. And I should look really down on myself for a really long time because I felt like, oh, yeah, I should be knowing this because I'm in communications, but I do not. And so I keep forgetting that I am actually it's valid to have that issue or have any kind of problem in everyday communication because you're not from here. You don't speak. This is not your language. This is not the primary language that, you know, I mean, you could be very good at English, but still miss couple of things and it's not just us it's even the native speakers have that issue going on it's not even like a thing and for us it's it's a it's a whole new different language and to be honest even if we have um, spoken English our whole lives it's definitely not the same it's definitely not the same I can guarantee that it's definitely more localized um it's it's not exactly what's how it's spoken back home so there are little things little things that go like the details are what i'm talking about here is that goes amiss anyways so i was having all these struggles and um so i was like I, because i was into podcasts i decided like you know what i'm maybe i should listen to more expat experiences podcasts and maybe i'll you know try finding um someone to relate to or you know just finding more um advices or suggestions from someone who has also been through the experience because none of my friends or the people that I know are in the same background as me. And uh, most of them are in technical sides. And that's very obvious for someone coming from uh, a less developed country. They usually go for the technical uh, uh, subjects or um, in career fields, because that's more promising than just being in um, anything else other than tech or STEM degree um, for that matter. So, and I just like, I'm, I've kind of taken an un- unconventional road and I think it would be safe for me to say that because the maximum people that I know do not go for taking a degree like this. And I'm not saying that I'm the only person. Obviously, there are other people who are doing that too, but I'm just saying there are so little people in that area like who are not in a STEM or a tech degree or a, a career field like that is that it's really hard to find someone to relate to. And so... I was just like actively searching for all these experiences and um, trying to find any podcast that might be of help, right? So oh, I was in a hunt of uh, finding the best expat podcast. And I had a list of uh, expat podcasts, actually, that were really, really good. I'm not going to lie. But the only downside to them being that they were all from a Westerner's perspective, which was a little bit disappointing for me honestly, because all those podcasts were merely the experiences of Westerners living in different parts of the world. So for example, an American living in Europe or vice versa. So 
I was like, okay, but what about other people? Like the people that come from underrepresented backgrounds from Asia or Africa or any other country. Where are those people? Those expats that, you know, do not necessarily have um, strong visas or do not come from well-off um, backgrounds, you know, where is, what, what, what about them? Like, where is their story? And I felt like there was a whole missing narrative of this whole group of people that I know exists because there are more people from less developed country that move through, move to different parts of the world. And it's not just Westerners going around the world. Right. So, and there are more than, there are more people from less developed countries going around the world than there are Westerners going to any other country to live. And their story is completely different. We do not just move for just for the thrill of it, or, you know, just one day we break up with someone and decide to go live a new life. And then we go and live in France and find this French boyfriend and then, you know, get married to them and then start living in France and such a wild story. Right. But that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to look down on them. I really enjoy their stories as well. But what I'm saying is it's become so repetitive that now that like it's, it's become stale. That that story has become old. It's not a new thing. If you are a Westerner living in some other country and you decide to just sell your house and leave your job and just go off and live in some abroad, it's it's just become an old story now because we have so many of it. And for for people who come from less developed country, um, as compared to the big European and American countries their story is completely different. We do not move or migrate to any other country for just for the thrill of it. We do, we do not have the luxury to do that is what I'm saying. Like we cannot do that just for for fun or for, for a new adventure because for us, it's more like an investment. So when you're moving to a new country as someone coming from a developing country or less developed country, you have, you are actually like, going to secure your future there you put a certain amount of investment in i don't know getting a degree or just finding a job or whatever and you you put so much of investment and time and research into it to make sure that you're actually making the right move and so that you can also get good return later and you're making like that that move is so calculated it's definitely not spontaneous and it's highly it's, it also has high risks attached to it, you know? And so I was like, what about those people? Where is that story? Because I want to hear more of that. I don't see or hear their stories. I just, I feel like there was a whole missing dialogue. And since I couldn't find anyone to relate to, and even in the, the professional expat podcast, there were more from a Westerner side, like, how to secure a visa in France as an American or uh, how to find an American work visa as an Irish. And those people have it a little bit easier because of the visa situation. And some American or the other or some Westerner will always have some roots that are, you know, tracing back to Europe or they'll, they'll just, it's so much easier for them, for them to just secure that. And for us, it's not like that. It's completely different. There are so many other things attached to that whole thing, like the country that you come from, the country's um, relationship with that 
particular country that you're moving to. And I don't know, there are some other treaties and stuff like that. Like, there's so many other aspects that are attached and it's, it's a whole different, it's a whole new world. As I said, the, hence the podcast name. Now it makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway, so I was like, because I didn't find that narrative and I was like, I was missing that whole story. I thought like, you know what, this is actually a good chance for someone to do something about this because I, I don't see this whole story there. It's a missing story. And also, also the refugees, the refugees that migrate to a country that they do not, you know, that they do not like, they do not want to leave their country because they want to leave their country. Then now their story is completely different now. They have like another whole, another story. And that's a, a beast of its own, right? Like the refugee migrating to any other country. So what about them? Where is their story? So I was like, okay, so these people are not there in this podcast world. So what I could now do is trying to find something or if there is nothing then I'll maybe I'll just come up with something that was my plan I'm not even kidding so I actively look now I don't know if I if there are any podcasts like that maybe they are not as popular but I did not find anything like that unfortunately so I came up with this wild idea of having this podcast because podcast is a lot more um easy way to you know just for people to listen in you don't have to necessarily watch anything you can just play it on your car and i just feel i don't know podcast is a great way we're just going back now to we're just going back to the radio era so we're like going back anyway so yeah i just felt like this would be a great opportunity to, to, to do that so i was like you know what i'm just gonna take a chance and maybe i will do something about it and so i was like scratching the whole thing the podcast in a in a blank word doc and then I just came up with a list of things that I wanted to talk about and I saw that there was so much of scope here like for someone especially if you're not if English is not your first language and you work in an English speaking country like how do you deal with the day-to-day communication and just like my problem reflecting back to my problem right so all of that and this idea was also backed up by this uh, thing that this incident that happened and it was also like a couple of months ago i think uh, so i was scrolling through my linkedin feed and then i saw this post from this woman who was um an, an expat also living in the us i think i'm not really sure but i came across her 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 post on my feed and what she was talking about was that she was talking about the you know how you feel so exhausted and drained after a day of work when you are speaking in a different language and communicating in a different language that isn't your first language how it can be so exhausting and draining and why because her so her analogy be- behind that was that when you are speaking or communicating with in other language than your own you're actually using a lot of lot more effort to kind of translate that information in your head and also making sure that your message comes across at cohesive and coordinated and that you're and that you have to also look smart you know what I mean so I felt like she had such a good point and I was like oh my gosh yes because all this time I thought it was only me who was feeling this way in the room like I because nobody ever talked about that so I was like I think this is only me who was feeling that because I always felt and I felt this in my intern years when I was working as an intern in grad school I had a couple of internships so I remember like my first internship after the after a day of work, I would be so exhausted because I was working with um, a, a, quite a lot of people in, in my team. And then I had to date, like we had almost like daily meetings and then, you know, just 
writing so many emails and coming coming up with strategies. So I was like, oh my God, this is like, and every day after work, I used to be so much exhausted and I didn't understand why. And I thought that maybe because I put so much effort into communication, maybe because I'm not good at it, right? So that's what I used to think. But this this woman's post on LinkedIn just made, it was like, oh my gosh, yes, that is so true because we are not, because we are already translate, we are translating all that information in our head and we are making sure that it comes across as it's good and smart and and we are already putting so much extra effort into it. And that's the reason why we feel so tired and exhausted by the end of the day. And I was like, yeah, yes, <laughs> finally, someone has explained the situation. So keeping all that in mind, and I felt, yes, now this is a really good opportunity for to me for me to talk about all these things and also bring in people um, from various parts of the world and with different backgrounds that you know most importantly that come from underrepresented backgrounds who have moved and migrated to all these different countries and I just want to hear about their experiences I want to talk to them I want to know what's going up what's going on with their lives right so I just felt like yes this is a really good opportunity for me to dive into it Hence, this podcast. This is how the idea of this podcast came. And and so I just did it. I was like, yes, I think I'm going to do it. I feel like it's going to be such a good podcast if I am able to like have those narratives here. And I always love interacting with people from different cultures. So I thought, yes, I would be happy doing it. So this is what you can expect in this podcast. A lot of things that are coming from expats from around the world, but not Americans or Europeans and, you know, not the the conventional expats that we have heard and overheard now. We are just tired of their stories. We want something new, something refreshing. And that's what I'm going to try to do here with this podcast is try to bring in more people and talk about their story and their lives and everything revolving around that and also be able to provide some tips, hopefully, from whatever I've learned so far and, you know, the cultural shocks and uh, the little things, the day-to-day things and all that stuff, all the good stuff here. So you can expect that in this podcast and I really hope that you'll stick by. Anyways, so finally, explaining the names. Name, sorry, the name of my podcast. So I was like, as I said, I had this blank word dog that I was brainstorming in. I was also coming up with a couple of names because you cannot start a podcast without a name, right? So, and I was like trying to come up with like most unique names. I was like, I don't know, meet the expats, expat world, something like all all the lines. I was like, I wrote a couple of names down, and then I was also going on my Spotify and I was searching for the, the names that I already came up with. And believe it or not, like half of the, the podcast already had the names that I, I was thinking about, like what? So I was like, I was first of all, my first name that I really liked was The Roads Less Traveled. And then I found that there was already a podcast about that. And there's like, what? How do people already come up with the, these names before me? You know, it's like, Okay, so there are so many podcasts that are already like they had the names that I wanted to name my podcast. And I was like, okay, anyway, so I need to think something new. And I, I wasn't able to come up with any good names at all. So, and I was working, it was um, on Tuesday, I think. And um, I was, I always listen to music when I want to concentrate in the background. So it's like running in the background. So there was this uh, song that came up, uh, which was a cover song of the Disney movie Aladdin song. 
a whole new world and it was it was just playing in the background i was like jamming to it a little bit and then was like mm, a whole new world i just felt like that just like had a light bulb moment after that because i was like yeah i, I mean it, it would make a good name for a podcast a whole new world and i was crossing my fingers when i went into that spotify search box and i was typing in a whole new world and hoping that none of the podcast would show up please god please and then thankfully there were no podcasts with the name a whole new world and i was like i don't know if i you have any copywriting issues for naming it after um a, a disney movie a popular disney movie song rather um but i'm i was like you know what i'm just gonna name it a whole new world because i just feel like yes it's a whole new world in a sense that it's a whole new world for, for when you move into a different country one number two it's a whole new world of expats from underrepresented countries boom so there's the name and it's awesome and so that is the gist of this podcast and i really really hope to bring in guests who um are from you know all these amazing countries and um whose stories haven't been highlighted yet and i'm really really excited to start this podcast and i really hope that you guys would stick by me and I really hope for your support and appreciate that. And also do not forget to follow. I think that's what you do for a podcast, right? I'm not really sure. But yeah, make sure you follow or subscribe or whatever. Um, this will definitely go out in all the podcast platforms that exist, I think. So stay tuned for that. And um, I'll come up with next episodes. They're going to be great. I'm already working on it so i'm so excited and i hope that you'll follow along the journey with me and i will see you again see you again and sorry not see you again i'll talk to you again next time in the next episode until then have a good day good evening good night whenever or wherever you're listening it from so bye thanks for hanging out